It's been a while and sorry about the wait, but we are back with episode three. We will be focusing on passion and following your passion as a student. And joining us will be Adrian, who also happens to be the editor of this podcast. Before I learn more about Adrian and his passion, I want to start off by talking about what I think passion is. To me, passion is something that, put simply, you enjoy. This brings up the question, what is the difference between a hobby and a passion? Well, I think this puts it perfectly. A hobby is something you do for fun, but back away from when you want. It's not something you want to do constantly or even for work. A passion is something you do to feel whole, something that interests you and you could see yourself doing practically forever. This is why the word passion is commonly thrown around with a job and why it is such an important question for students as they begin to venture into a life of adulthood. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. All right, so now that we've talked about what passion is, let's talk to someone who genuinely does follow their passion and is is pretty good at it. Uh, Adrian, could you please introduce yourself? Hi, my name's Adrian. And uh, yeah, I'm very happy to be here to discuss this topic about passion with you. Sweet. Okay, um, you know, so this is going to be pretty simple. I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions, maybe add on some for fun if we get some pretty cool ones along the way. Pretty cool things from you. So... Let's start off with what do you think is meant by passion and following your passion? I think a passion is something that drives you in life, something that you would do even if you're not paid for it or anything, like not even as a job. And it has to be something that you kind of take seriously, even though it's not fully serious. Make sure it's not something like, you know, playing games while you're on the train. You know, that's not really a passion because you're not dedicating things into it. I think one thing that like I really wanted to ask is, do you think you have to be good at your passion to like follow it? Well, you have to be obviously improving. I don't think like most people, they kind of compare themselves to others who are doing the same thing. But that's kind of misleading because you should only be comparing yourself to your past self and if you're improving or not. What people should do is like only take inspiration from others and stop comparing themselves to others and like being depressed kind of because they're not as good as others. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, the truth is like, no matter what, being like being better than what you were yesterday is really what counts because that's, that's what progression is. You can't like, there's obviously, you know, having a goal being like trying to be as good as someone, but not trying to be someone because obviously you're your own person. And if you really are, let's say, trying to make it into a niche in industry like um, your passion, which is sound design, right? Um, I don't think doing what everyone else does really can get you that far. It's always, you know, being individual, being, uh, I just having your own spark. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's like something like that's not a science. You can be good at math, but if you're talking about something like good at art, like drawing, you can't really compare that because it's not a right or wrong. It's simply what you're trying to show others is there's not really the same goal as other people who do the same things as you. It's just that the way they do it and the way they enjoy doing it. And if other people are also enjoying what they're enjoying. Jeez. 
<laughs> nice. Um, so, you know, I already mentioned this, but could you please describe your passion? Uh, my passion? Well, uh, I do stuff like sound design, making, making cool sounds. And I also make music using those noises. Noises. Noises, yeah, noise. Sounds, same thing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just combine things and try to make them sound good. And uh, like this intro music for this episode, I also made. Yeah, of course, <laughs> I forgot to mention. Adrian is um, the editor for this podcast. You know, he's been editing, even though we've only released two episodes, he's been spending you know, the hard work and uh, just editing that for us, even though like on the side, you know, there's, we're not paying him or anything. He's just doing this because once more, it's his passion. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's um, go with that. Let's go with that. Yeah, because you know, as you said earlier, like um, passion is something that you that like you do for fun, right? It's not something like it's not something where you're waiting for the weekend to stop doing, right? It's something that you generally want to do, and I guess you it know, means something to you. So. Yeah, and I guess like you editing this podcast is like a really good exhibit or a testament to what you're saying, right? Because I'm not paying you. And like, to be honest, you're already making music f- of your own and you're already making sound effects. But you're still, you know, making the time to edit this podcast. And yeah, I guess that's pretty inspiring. So this is um a bit different, but why do you like sound design? I think this whole sound thing started when I was in year six, where I got my iPad. Oh. And I, and the first game I played was like this game called Geometry Dash. And it's like a music based level. Like I think most people know what that is. It was like the first time I listened to like electronic music. And then I was like, Oh, this sounds pretty cool. Even though now when I listen back, it's not really that cool. And, and then you could do like custom levels where people could like, they could use any song on the internet and make a level out of it. And it was really cool because it's like rhythm based tapping. You have to listen to it. And then as I played more levels, there were like more songs that I liked. And then I would search them up on YouTube and just listen to them. And then after a while, I just left the game until like somewhere in year eight, I came back to the game and I was like, Oh, that's really cool. Why didn't I pursue that before? And then I went online and searched for like random songs, uh, like electronic stuff. And then I came across a few people I liked, like virtual riots. And like Skrillex. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. That's like never, never heard that before. And I was like on YouTube and I'm like, how do you make uh, a song on YouTube? And uh, I just found this tutorial with this free software. And that's, that's where it started. I watched this, I watched this series of tutorials by this random guy. And that's basically how it started. And it's been like this till now. Wow. So you actually discovered this in year six. That's yeah, kind of, but somewhat. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's pretty interesting, actually. So, um, you pretty much answered my next question. How did you, you know, find that you were passionate about Sandazon? Um, so then how do you pursue your passion in everyday life? I think I try to, get some time, like I try to find some time in a day to like work on it. So I usually will have minimum 20 minutes, maybe on the train, I'll, I'll be doing it because I have nothing else to do. But in the weekends, I'll try to get everything done, but that's not usually what happens. 
I usually do the music thing before I do my work, which is kind of the wrong way to do things, but that's just how I operate mm -hmm. because I feel like sometimes when I'm doing work, I'm kind of focusing on the music thing and then I'm not really focusing on work. It's like kind of like what people think of work as more serious than game, but I'm kind of like turning it around because it's kind of almost very similar. So my schoolwork isn't that much ser more serious than my music thing because it's not like something like gaming where I don't take things that seriously. It's kind of like trying to balance out what to do between two things. And I guess it's harder because you don't, you kind of have to stress out between two things and what you're going to focus on. If you don't focus on one thing, you might drop in one thing and then you feel like you have to like give up on the other thing to pursue like your, your school. Right. Like your marks and stuff. So is it more, so is it basically like from what I'm hearing, what you say, you're saying that your life revolves around your passion, sound design and work from what you're saying, get just gets in the way in a way. Yeah, it's like some days that happen. Some days I'm like, okay, I, I, I can't do this music thing today. I'll, I'll have to like get a lot of work done. And it'll be like a period of time where I'm just like, this music doesn't, music thing doesn't exist. And I'm just fully focusing on work. So I, so then I can get back on it later. Yeah. That's basically how it works. Yeah. So I guess you brought up a pretty interesting thing about, you know, balancing, uh, balancing your passion between what you need or like what you want to do and what you have to do. Because obviously for us with school students and our education, our studies, that is obviously something that we have to do. And, you know, I respect the school system and, you know, having to learn all that. But in the end, right, like the only incentive you're going for in school, like what I think school really is, is it's just giving you the opportunity to explore all parts of like just everything, right? Cause like maths, um, you can stem out into, I don't know, anything, um, you, astronomy, science, all of this stuff. It's just, um, giving you all of the experience you need in order to, I think, find your passion. But, you know, there's obviously a lot of stuff that our school system misses. Well, for example, sound design, right? That's not something that was that you experienced through school. It was something that you found out of school. And obviously now from, you know, what I'm hearing you say, it's basically that you've sold yourself onto your passion and now you're just, you know, trying to get through school and hopefully follow that passion even more. Cause you know, um, in school, always striving towards, I think is just that ATAR mark, right? Yeah. In the end, it's just, striving for getting a mark so that you can do whatever you want. And I think that, of course, there's always an incentive to do whatever you need to do. Um, you know, for school, it's getting that mark. And when you get into your job, that's, it's the, it's the money, right? It's your salary. But I just think that, you know, your passion, that's something that you should like generally be trying to build or like trying to, trying to find because I think like, especially, you know, obviously I have no experience in this, but when you get your job, there's, you know, obviously like, it's just a normal thing for people to think like, especially we see on the internet, just waiting for a Friday or waiting for the weekend where they can get away from their work. But genuinely, I don't think that that's what work should be. 
work should you know be something it should be a way for you to express your passion right for sound design you could become a music artist right or because, but you know what may happen in like you know with the current society or the current way things go you might just end up you know being pressured to i don't know become a software engineer instead sure for some especially by parents yeah parental pressures and you know i don't agree with that obviously it's a safer option but i just think that i mean passion is something that like finding a passion is something that you should be looking towards right now instead of just waiting and waiting until later like for example when i was in year 7 um actually let's talk about year 6 when i was in year 6 uh we had barely any subjects that we did we were always in the same classroom i think it was english maths you didn't learn any science there was pretty much nothing to learn then when i was about to go into year 7 i saw all the new subjects all the type of subjects that we were going to learn and i was and i was thought to myself wow this is going to be su- this is going to be such a good opportunity and i'm going to be able to like completely learn whatever i want to Um year 7 comes and I think oh wow this is kind of boring and then I learn about in year 8 you can choose electives for different languages and I just thought to myself wow I can you know siphon down and you know I could then I can do whatever I want then it came to year 9 and then we got engineering we got uh food tech uh I'm not sure what else we got but then I thought okay now I can express myself but then now we're at a point where we all like especially people in our grade are thinking now it's year 12 there's going to be an abundance of subjects that we can do and but in the end most of us have probably just ended up choosing a repeat of what we're going to do yeah i think like even though the school gives you the option to pick a subject if none of those subjects are really accurately what you want to do and you probably just have to pick the best one which might not be good at all it's just best out of the choices but i feel like what people think is as as the years go it'll be easier for them because you know they get to like focus more on exactly what they want to achieve instead of like a wide range of uh, subjects like in year 7 and 8 but from what i've learned i don't think it ever goes back like the level of stress Like once you pass year 7, the stress just keeps going on and on and you have less and less time to do like other things. Yeah. Even though you might have the illusion of thinking, "Oh wow, once I pass the HSC, I'm going to have so much time to do other things." Hmm. But then maybe that'll be like a few months. That'll be like a break. And then you have university. And then I don't really believe that once you get into university, you're going to have like as much time as you did. I can like primary school because basically in primary school you had nothing to do basically nothing except for maybe study for selective and that was the only stressful thing so i think starting early even though you think it's late it's probably still early mm. yeah um i guess that really does lead off to my next question what advice would you give to people who let's say uh i think let's sort of with what advice would you give to people to find a passion Uh first off you should find you should probably look back at your like younger years what you enjoyed doing then but sometimes people like when they get into school stuff they lose their passion they forget about what they originally liked like what happened with you right you yeah. found in your six and then you're right you yeah, I just realized I couldn't play any games and I didn't play games and then hmm. I saw a video and then I came back to it but I think 
you, you should look at places where you wouldn't expect to find a passion. You should really just experiment with lots of different areas, especially areas that you don't think you would like. You think you would be bored of it in like a week or two. You should really try it out, especially things like you can access anywhere without investing in anything. You should really have a go at it. And after you like do, do like enough like passions, you'll find like in the combination, you'll find a good one that you actually want to explore more. You want to be like some kind of an expert in so you, you can, you know, feel good about yourself. And you also, you don't really notice, but I think in a passion, you should really enjoy the process of getting good at something instead of the end result, because the end result will always look very promising. But then when you start doing it, you realize you can't handle this at all. It's like you're not going anywhere and you might have to give it up. So you really should think about something that you would enjoy doing every day, even though it's not going to take you anywhere. Something like, like going through a practice period, you need to like be able to go through it without giving up. And that's like the hard part about pursuing something mm. is just not giving up. And I have to point something out, um, another thing out is that, you know, just because let's say, you know, you, Adrian, you've picked a relatively, I guess, to be honest, a very niche passion, right? Sound design. Yeah. But I think that obviously, you know, um, you shouldn't really like be afraid or weirded out if you generally say that, you know, I like maths or I love science, right? Cause these are obviously, um, things that you can, you know, you can find interesting, but I think it's that, like at this point in time, right? We all, we all have a lot more time than we think we do. Cause you know, Adrian mentioned like just a bit ago that we going to keep getting busier and busier, you know, in starting primary school, we had all the time in the world. It's slowly getting less and less. And now we may be thinking, wow, we don't have any time. Let's just wait until after school and then we're done. Yeah. Because we have so many responsibilities in high school. We feel like the days are going by really quickly while in primary school we kind of we kind of look back at our days in primary school we feel like why didn't we do anything about our lives and Mm. just like sit there and like not think of what we want to do and you kind of feel bad for all the time you wasted Mm. but I feel like that's without without that period it's also like hard because you need that period to find what you actually like you can't just spend all the time just grinding things I think if you do that, that will kind of like blind you from looking at, at it at, with a bigger perspective. So I think those earlier days are really like useful for, you know, exploring random things and trying to, you know, try to hit the mark where you, where you find your passion. Mm. And I think the one thing I want to branch off from that is that, so there's this like, you know, this pretty famous quote, which a lot of people don't know. Sorry, which a lot of people don't know, but a lot of people end up living by. And that is the first 20 years of your life dictate the next 60, right? You may not notice it, but right now you're working for getting a qualification in something, right? Because qualifications, that's essential. That's usually, that usually is what gets you into a job, which is what you do. For the majority of your life. Now, you, 
why would you like you shouldn't be spending this time you know just working towards just getting the best mark or whatever you should be working like during this time working for qualifications like working for that getting all those experiences that you can in these 15 years to truly figure out what you want to do i cuz i think that these the first the first 20 25 years or so of your life are i think the most important because a sure it's going to be the most fun um but secondly it should also be a time like for exploration and i think you know what, let's let's move on to the last question this is a, it's slightly different what advice would you give to people who have a passion but aren't sure how to start pursuing it well you obviously have to look look at first if you, if you're willing to you know pursue it and how hard are you willing to pursue it and then you need to think about if pursuing that thing would be you know fun for you if you actually really want to pursue it or is is it just an illusion and you just want the end result and first of all you have to look at where to start and i think it really it really depends on what you're pursuing you have to really understand that practice is the only way to get good at something and if you don't understand that then i think it's really easy for you to just give up on it so if, so first of all you need to try to absorb as many things as possible and learn as much in in the starting few months because that's when you're going to absorb the most information about a new topic because it's still interesting right after a while it'll get a bit boring because you're kind of in that you know phase where you you understand that you're not good at something it's like i forgot the name of this graph but it's like where when you begin something you you think you're an expert at something because you don't know anything about it and then after a while you realize that you actually don't know anything about it but then your skill is still rising it's just you don't notice it and it takes a long time to uh to like get to a good skill level and actually recognize that you've improved so it's it's all just like a mental battle i guess to keep going at something and you also need to have a plan in case you know you want to stop pursuing that passion so you always need something on the side like let's say a job for example on the side <laughs> but i yeah. i know people are not going to have a job right now so you you should balance your like school life with your with your hobby life passion life and i think instead of splitting it within the day you should have days where you focus on your work and have for example just a weekend for the passion but i think it really depends on your 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 mental capacity if you can handle things if you can handle things then it'll be easy for you to multitask and to focus on change change your focus on things really quickly because to pursue two things at once is kind of really hard and you can't really avoid that especially if you're going for a passion that you chose for yourself mm. and you know obviously since we're in school i mean there's nothing wrong with dropping out i mean we're only at 10 we can't go to you know tafe after this but for the majority of us i would say that you know it the main idea is to um you know find a passion while you're doing work like while you're doing your studies keep uh pursuing that passion while also evenly trying to 
to see your studies. And yeah, I really like what you said about, you know, trying to balance it because like it or not, we can be as daring as we want, but we should always just have a safety plan, a contingency plan in the background in case something doesn't happen. And you know, oh, yeah, I think, I think the safety plan should be a plan that will kind of delay your passion, but then after a while, it'll bring you back up to it. So kind of like a stepping stone so you can fall on it and then come back up later. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was a very good discussion. We have talked for 25 minutes. Do you believe that? Yeah, I can't <laughs> believe that. 25 minutes. Okay. Um. So, you know, thank you, Adrian. You've shared some really insightful advice. It's been like really nice to hear how you got to learn your passion and how you found it, how you're still pursuing it and how you're probably going to pursue it in the future. Um, thanks and <laughs> have fun editing this podcast. Yeah. Thanks Arch, for having me. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be off to editing this now. Yeah. See, see you guys. Have fun. Alrighty. And that was our insightful talk with Adrian. He shared some really good points about finding your passion, following it and having a practical way to eventually come back to it. In my opinion, I don't think it makes sense to strenuously search for a passion and try to cling on to whatever you find because chances are you've made the wrong choice. Instead, I think the best approach is to simply keep an open mind and try out everything. Believe it or not, we have a lot of free time and opportunities right now, and both of these things will continue to lessen as we get older. So we should make the most of what we have, and hopefully we will find something we genuinely enjoy and can hopefully accompany us throughout our lives. Thank you for listening and hope you enjoyed.